<laughs> You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. So in case you don't know, you've never been to Fantastic Fest or never paid that close attention to it. Every year they have secret screenings and they're... Well, this is the first time hearing about this. Yeah. <laughs> and no one knows what they are. And they are actually very good at keeping them a closely guarded secret. Um, very rarely, I think maybe twice in all my years of going to Fantastic Fest, which is all but two, have I ever known what it was beforehand. Mm. And even then, it was like... 10 minutes before right started, right right where someone was like hey hey i just found out I, uh, I i do love the the idea of the secret screening because it, the the theories run rampant oh and just watching people go crazy like arguing about what it's going to be and you're like and they're almost always wrong and guess what happened this year we were all wrong everyone well, i didn't even try i was like look these are the things that people are saying for good reason i understand the arguments but it's almost it's probably not them because it right. almost never is what you think it's going to be. No, it's going to be something that you just didn't occur to you that it could be. And sometimes that's because it's some really, really obscure thing you've never heard of. Right. Sometimes it's because it's so far in advance that you're like, what? There's no way it's going to be that. And then, oh, holy shit. I remember. Um, uh, uh, what's the Daniel Day Lewis? Uh, uh, there will be blood. Yeah. They played that like super ahead of time. Shut the and fuck everyone up, was okay. like, no way. That's really really cool <laughs> and so this time everyone's like doing the same thing going to the same shit it was in the theater i'm like well everyone please shut up and just let us like see this i was thing. having theories right before because i thought i saw michelle williams walk in yeah no everyone ryan johnson is there at the festival yep. but like you know it was like oh it's gonna be nice out too and but the thing is like he's there supporting his buddy noah segan who's in right. every single one of his movies and right. uh who's got a movie there at the festival you're like yeah right. he's shown up before and just done that so god was there he was like <laughs> Hey, how's it going? It's like, oh my God, it's Bruce Josh, Almighty 3. Our, our friend Josh was saying, I literally just bumped into James Cameron. So I'm just saying. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Setting out the fake information is always fun too. But the, really the clincher is we're sitting in the theater. The They're handing out like, you know, menus and stuff. It's like, uh, by the way, uh, just so y'all know, this whatever you get in your first order is all you're getting because this uh, what they're showing is less than an hour long. And we're like, oh, got to re- fucking like everybody stop. Go back. And so it's got to be a TV thing, right? It's got to mm-hmm. be something made for TV. And then, like, I got a message from someone going, I'm not supposed to say anything about this, but uh, when we were putting shit away backstage, some there were some posters that had the Marvel logo on it. I was like, you know what? I think it's... And then they show it. And yeah, and we were all still... Like, we were like, I guess it must be Loki or yeah. something like that. And Well, because the, the showrunners of Loki were there right. as well. So another, like, strong possibility. But no, it is uh, the one-off special that's coming out in early October, Marvel's Werewolf by Night. So it's like a one-and-done thing. It's a yeah, lot of yeah. people have been... Uh, 
saying wrongly that this was the first episode of the show. It's not. This is a one and done. No dummies. I mean, this character will almost certainly appear in other stuff. Marvel has confirmed that they're all in in their horror universe, and we know the Blade movie is happening soon. Yeah. And we've already gotten Moon Knight, which is part of the horror universe. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And most, even most Marvel fans I know are like, what the fuck is Werewolf by Night? I, I, I like to think that I know nothing about Marvel, but you do. And I so do. does Bo. And I, w- I, I had not watched the trailer for this at all yet. And I was like, why are we, are there werewolves in Marvel? Oh yeah, the, there are werewolves. There are. Uh, I wasn't asking questions. Dracula it was more of a like a rhetorical. Dracula question. is a character. Frankenstein is a character. No, I, I don't care. I mean, I care, but I, I, don't, I don't. Well, care. the thing is, though, is that back in the seventies when they first started doing all this stuff in this comic in particular, it was pretty good. I, everyone was like, "I like this" because they take these classic Universal monsters and find a way to make them heroic. Yeah, right. Like you're like, okay, they're still tragic characters, right? Who, right, like right. dealing with these curses or whatever it is. Like, I mean, this Werewolf by Night character, he is a werewolf in the sense that when he turns, he does not have control, but right. he wants to be a good guy and he's involved in a wider horror world. Like, like he knows other horror characters. Like in the comics, he was pretty much always a good guy. Like yeah. he's fought with. Spider-Man, you know, (laughs) but there are points where he had more of the smart Hulk control too. Right, right, right. right. But in this particular series, which is, I believe, the directorial debut of famous composer Michael Giacchino, which that was a shocker. Yeah. And he came on before it and did a little like speech talking about it, like how this was what he loves this horror stuff. Uh, It's all in black and white. Right, which is cool, and it has right from the beginning a Universal movies feel, even with the logos and the music and everything. Oh, and even like it tones down the music where it's um, it almost feels like on a Victrola. Right, it's like. So the setup takes an even more obscure character than Werewolf by Night, uh, Ulysses Bloodstone, who is like this very in Marvel, very famous monster hunter, but it was usually viewed as like a a villain slash occasional antihero, but definitely a little bit on the villainous side Mm -hmm. uh, because he's just one of those. He's like Craven the Hunter. Like he's mm. just like he he doesn't care. This is what he does. He's here to kill monsters. He doesn't care if you're a nice monster, right? But he's dead now, and his gemstone, the bloodstone that gave him like really strong power over monsters, is up for grabs. And the deal is, they do this at his big palatial estate. They have like a hunt for a monster they've captured, and they've this invited whole the ceremony. They've invited the world's best monster hunters, uh, a series of like badass looking people. One of them is uh, the guy who played the punk on the bus in Star Trek: The Voice. We just found that out. We just found that out. We're kind of excited <laughs> about that. He's like a big Muppeteer as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're all various d- degrees of badassery and creepy looking. And uh, w- But one of them, when it's clear from the beginning, because he's doing the voiceover, is Gail Garcia Bernal, which was the first thing that made me super excited about this, because sure. I love him. He's playing great. Jack Russell, who, you know, if you read the comics, uh, he, he's not a monster hunter. He's a werewolf. <laughs> so you're like, what is he doing there? Which I have to say, and this won't make sense until people watch it, but... Um, I question the, what, what are they called? The Bloodstone people? Yeah. Okay. I question the Bloodstone people's, uh, background checks. Well, I was going to say, they need a better background check person, right? Anyway, so it's, like, it's just some guy named Steve. just like, yeah, he did like, I don't know, 200 like, kills. Go out in this maze. And by the way, you also can all kill each other too, because, you know, only one of you is going to get the Bloodstone. So I'm just saying, if you kill each other, you know, no harm, no foul as far as we're concerned. Uh, and- which also is like, if they're all like, you know, associates in a group in a way like, why the fuck would they kill each other? You're like, it, it's <laughs> well, they're not though. I mean, they know each other. There's like respect, 
you know, game recognized game. Yeah. Not yeah. really associates. They all appear to be somewhat loners with their own weird shit. I mean, who gets into monster hunting unless they have a tragic backstory of their own, right? Well, now like, I, mean, I feel bad for the other hunters. <laughs> Except for Fox Mulder. He's all right. Well, I guess he has a tragic backstory, too. Yeah, Fox Mulder yeah. does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, so the other sympathetic character we see is played by Laura Donnelly, who's Eliza Bloodstone, who is uh, the daughter, and apparently she's very estranged, so they're like, well, normally we would have just given you the Bloodstone, but bitch, you ain't been here. You didn't train in the bloodstone way art of fighting she's like well fuck you i'm gonna get the bloodstone these people are it ain't shit and you know it's not long forward like she and jack have you know okay we're doing a team up here right we're doing a team up because he's like i don't care about the bloodstone because he's actually here for something else which is i'm not gonna say what the monster is in case you haven't seen any like the people spoilers yeah but um it's a very famous marvel horror character and their best friends. Yeah. <laughs> it is great. I'm like, I love it. That's my favorite aspect of this whole thing. It's just their weird, goofy friendship that they have together. Yeah. Um, I That was really like a great little, you know, funny moments yeah. between them. And then still, can we get this out of the way? Uh, this special is like one of the first times in like at least a Marvel thing is like this gets kind of gruesome. Oh yeah, no, I mean it definitely it's not gory, gory, but there's definitely much there's a- more blood and violence than you've seen in any Marvel thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, well, the, I mean, if it was in color, then this would have been TVMA. Yeah. For sure. Because I mean, they do that a lot of the way they get away with it, where it makes you feel like it's goyer than you're actually seeing, is doing the effect where the blood is splashing on the camera. Yeah. So the camera's being drenched in blood. And right. You're not really seeing that much blood, but it gives the there, feeling that There is a are. part when a character's, like, fucking rib, like, cage is showing at no, one no, point. No, there no, is, there is stuff in here that's gory, but, I mean, it's not, like, the goriest thing you've seen on television. Right? No, 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 not by a long shot. Yeah. I'm just saying for, like, Marvel, because... Yeah. I guess here's the other thing is like, this is not for kids. No, not. I mean, a year, 13 years old, you can watch that. She'll be fine. I know I could. No, I'm just saying it's, it's not that bad. It's not that heavy. I mean, this is, I've seen episodes of the X-Files that are gorier than this, you know? Home. Well, yeah, that one's We're still We're a family now. <laughs> By I do, the way, I do the a really good like, impression of that the, character. <laughs> the woman who was playing the, like, you know, X lady and i don't think she was his wife but for ulysses bloodstone is sort of running the event oh uh, yeah harriet samson harris who has been in a billion tv shows and movies i mean you'll right off the bat go where do i know her from uh she was actually a a character that had multiple clones in a memorable sequence in the x-files where it was like them discovering that that there were eve one that's eve right two, eve three that's yeah, yeah. right yeah. she she is the steven tobolowski of yeah. of yeah. like of i guess women uh yeah. actresses or character actors because as soon as she comes out like oh she's not good she's a bad guy <laughs> uh and she's great in it too i mean this is just fun and it's short you know it's like 50 minutes and you're out um, it's doesn't you know what a cheeseburger down about draft house are done. It doesn't feel like any of the Marvel stuff uh, that I've seen so far. And this is a uh, Gail Garcia Bernal is just having a clearly a great time in this character. Uh, Laura Donnelly is a perfect choice for Elsa Bloodstone, who even in the comics was sort of like, well, what if his daughter is like more of a good guy? And mm-hmm. that's obviously they're setting her up to be an important part of the Marvel horror universe here as well. Right. Um, it's a nice little introduction. And I didn't think we were going to get anything in the horror until we saw the Blade movie. 
Um, I was kind of sad we did not actually get to see Blade. In this Spoilers, film. no yeah. Blades. Sorry, I was like, Blade's got to be Sans this, right? Blades. I mean, it's about Monster Hunters. It's Blade. When is Blade going to show up? Yeah, I mean, Daywalker. when is Wesley Snipes going to show up? You know, I, the rumor says that Wesley Snipes is actually going to be in the Blade movie and that he will be playing, you know, Daddy Blade. Just like, remember when they did Shaft with Samuel Jackson? And everyone's like, yeah. oh, it's a reboot. And it wasn't. It was a sequel because yeah. Richard Roundtree is playing Grandpa Shaft right. in the movie. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I get the feeling that's what's going to end up happening. Well, I hope so, because Wesley Snipes finally got some good graces again, uh, yeah. or he's in back in good grace because of, like, My Name is Dolomite yeah. and, uh, and a couple other things here and there. Because he was fucking out of his goddamn mind for a little bit. Oh, well, yeah. And plus, you know, in jail. So, but oh, I mean, yeah. not for anything violent, for IRS shit. But, you know. He cheated some vampires out of some taxes. Yeah, right. Honestly. I was like, that's not, I know that's how they, they got Al Capone. <laughs> vampires, you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta cut their heads off. <laughs> you gotta be more direct. <laughs> but yeah, no, fully recommend Werewolf by Night. I know it's not for everyone. You you know, if you're one of those people who's just like, ugh, Marvel. I mean, whatever. I don't understand you, but like. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan. I, I do like my, my, my Marvels. Uh, and, um, I, I will admit is it's more about the the secret screening itself that you did hear kind of like a slight groan because like because but there's always those people especially among like film you know super film geeks that like half of them are like I don't like anything that's popular oh sure you, know? you nerds <laughs> it, okay if you haven't want to listen to digital noise I will state it again. Fuck you, nerds. Okay? <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Okay? Watch Werewolf by Night. It's fun, you fucking nerds. <laughs>